Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. AM570 in LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM570LASports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Later this hour, Vinny Bonsignor jumps on. We'll get more to the Raider game last night. Get the uh, the pulse of the people in Vegas. That was an exciting game and a big win for the Raiders. By the way, if you missing, missed any of the show, you can always uh, download the podcast. Just get the free iHeartRadio app. Kevin puts the podcast up every day. The minute we're off the air, the podcast is up. We talked to Ryan Abraham, uh, uscfootball.com during the noon hour and got his thoughts on the coaching change and who they may be interested in. And Ned Coletti was on last hour, talked about the Dodgers, where they're at, and uh, what's going to happen down the stretch. But now, we need some spirituality. We need to come together. We need to unite. And to provide all of that, let's welcome on Vic the Brit with the Daily Haiku at 2. And Vic, good afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good afternoon, Fred. Milked it a little longer today because uh, there wasn't much time yesterday. Mm. Hello, Vic. Rodney, he will not let it sink in. He <laughs> can't. You sunk me, Vic. I got it. I no. was, I was sinking. No. I was going down. He just didn't let it go. He had to mention something about it. He had to talk about it. Just couldn't let it just marinate. I wasn't struggling to get back to the surface, Vic. I was sinking in. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete, and this tumult at Troy. Yes, sir. BTB. Thanks, Dad. Why, has Vic? Bone has Bone lobbed you a call yet? <laughs> no, no, Bone hadn't lobbed me a call. Has he thrown you a bone? Not yet, Vic. Not yet. <laughs> but I got several texts. From who? As for another time. I can't think ah. of a better time. I just want to say this, Vic. Of to, course. To our listeners as well. Rodney is constantly working the phones. I know. No, he really is. And I think he's surprised if I bring things up that he gets this little twinkle in his eye because he's known it for two days and it's like how did you find out I don't know what he's talking about Vic (laughs) Vic you don't want to know the conversation we had before you came on the air we need some cleansing (laughs) (laughs) don't we all the Fred, purification Fred, process. Fred, Fred really needs some cleansing. Mom would say Fred needs some prayer. 
Yes. That's what mom was saying. You know what? I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to ostracize me for being inquisitive. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I you know that's I, the nature I, of the beast, Fred. Nature of the beast. I have an an abundance for information. Oh yeah, you're very knowledge. inquisitive. Yeah. Roy yeah. Firestone got nothing on you, Fred. That's for sure. That's what I'm saying. What if I hosted a, a talk show like he did, but I only asked the questions like I did here? How do you think that would play? I don't think Peacock would put that on no. even their app there, Fred. No. no. <laughs> you wouldn't be on Peacock, Dove, Hawk, <laughs> Eagle. You would, none of the birds would take you, Fred. <laughs> All right, but is it is it fair to say? Oh, when you when you start something like that. Then you know it's all, it's all, you know, effed up. No, no, listen. <laughs> it, is, is it not fair to say that at least the questions I asked that I was interested in were good questions? And we'll leave it right there. Were they good questions? I don't, I wouldn't say good or bad. Awkward and strange, I guess. That's <laughs> Kevin, it was a continuation of our conversation from earlier. How you did can you only cons- imagine? What did you consider my questions back then? Um, interesting. Thank you, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Thank you. All right, fine. That's all I ask. But were they scintillating? Ooh. Yeah, I could be taken may- that way. Some, oh yeah. Some may say. Sure. Okay. Vic. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney show. Relentless, multi-skilled. Please put your hands together and show the love. It's Kevin Figgis. Uh, King Flavor. This diversity yeah. in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Why? There was no sticker on 23. I just hit it. I was looking for a new one, Kevin. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. Bull crap. For anybody listening, that's 22. I don't understand, Vic. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't either. Well, I think the uh, transition at Troy is uh, affecting him, the impact. Mm. Maybe. The limbo, right? His exactly. mind His mind is in limbo. Remember when people used to do limbo the limbo? <laughs> See what I'm saying? They still do the limbo, Fred. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I think they had a TV Love show. The Do the limbo now. Lower. Is that right? I think that back in the day, yeah. People don't do the limbo anymore? Well, but that, they used to televise it. You had some contortionists in that thing. Oh, yeah. They get low. Oh, yeah. Limbo. I guess, I guess it depends oh. on how tall you are, too, when you start. If you're shorter, you have a better time at the limbo. But a much difficult, more difficult time in the high jump. Both profound, Fred. Thank you. <laughs> Fred, you're on fire today. Yes, he is. Fred. He's on fire, right, Rodney? I think he had a couple of those gummies earlier. <laughs> <laughs> those gummy bears. Yeah. I'm the dean. That's what that container was, Fred, in your pocket. It was spaghetti. <laughs> These aren't gummy bears. Every sound you hear, every sweet, serene sound that you hear, 
is from the audio library that is vast and it belongs to the master of sound. Please show the love. It's Ronnie Fascio. <laughs> Serenity and tranquility with VTB now. Come on now. Come on now. Having the time of his life. Before we get to the haiku, I want to congratulate Justin Turner, Red Samurai. All right. For being named the Dodger nominee for the very, very precious Roberto Clemente Award once again. Love it. Love it. I, for me, this is one of the greatest awards that baseball doles out. Uh, the Roberto Clemente story, one of the most poignant and selfless stories in sports history. And the, the award for selflessness, uh, for me, is sensational and very vital. And Justin Turner, every year, his work in the community is uh, unlimited. And his heart is uh, so amazing. And he is such a wonderful, wonderful candidate. Yes. As is Mike Trout for the Angels as well. Trouty hasn't played this year. Well, he played a little bit, I guess, before the calf injury from hell. But he is the Angels nominee, Trouty. But I uh, want to congratulate both Red Samurai who's having fun now, man. Home run, two run double last night, he's having fun. Like he said, once we start having fun, the, un the offense will unleash. And I believe you're seeing the seeds being planted by the Dodger offense. They're relaxed, the at-bats are more quality. Uh, Bellinger's adjustments, he's getting a hit, at least he's getting, you know, he's getting a hit a night it seems. Uh, Luxie's come up, provided some offense in the back end of the lineup. Uh, the fellows are having fun, you know, despite being two and a half back with 17 to play. We got Gonsolin tonight against those nutty snakes. Remember, Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck at six with Tim Cates. First pitch from Gonsolin, seven-ish, right here, AM 570 LA Sports, every game right now with 17 left every game is sacred tell you the truth you're right about that hated ones refuse to lose it just it's just the way it is you know we're gonna take care of our business you know let it play out yep but I'm very confident of the Azul right now because you look at our lineup you know Ker you know Kirsch pitched wonderfully last night Give it up for Clayton, man. We miss him. He's back. He's a great... You know, he's the heart and soul. He's a spark. Uh, he's the man. He's the guy. That's why we call him 22 the one. Clayton Kershaw. Is that what we call him? I do. Okay. That's what you call him. I call him 22 the one. I right. do. Okay. I mean, you win three Cy Youngs, Fred. You're the one. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I mean, he got an infield hit, sacrifice. I mean, he's a ball player. He's he's not just a pitcher. And you, and you know it was really excruciating for Clayton uh, not to be contributing the last couple months. Yeah. You could just feel it because uh, he's such a competitor, and we love that about him. So he's back. 
We're ready for the stretch run, man. Dodgers are ready. Well, let's hope they stay ready tonight. We're poised. We're poised, man. Gonsolin's pitching well. He's had a nice, you know, his couple starts. He's improving. Things are looking, you know, things are looking good. Right. Just those, uh, the hated ones, uh, they're going nuts. Yeah, I kept thinking they can't continue this, and they keep continuing it. They keep continuing. I know. It's just, it's, it's so, it's so, it's so irksome. You know, it's just, it, this, they're nagging. They're nagging us, basically. Yeah. They're making it tough. You know, like Coletti says, we're gonna we're gonna earn this. We're gonna earn this. this. Is really our ninth consecutive NL West crown. We're gonna earn hard. We really got a battle. You know, nothing comes easy in life. It don't come easy, like Ringo Starr says. That's true, Vic. It don't come easy. And now we go to the haiku. Is it Brenda again? No, it's Suzuki Morio. Born in Osaka, 1919. Suzuki Morio. Morio, M-O-R-I-O. Is he still alive? No, he has passed into ah. the, the great haiku sky. Or the haiku heavens. Which it's is in the sky. Well, it could be anywhere. Yeah. Suzuki Morio. Yeah. It's haiku for you on this Tuesday, September the 14th. Over the outfielder's loneliness, the summer moon. I'm feeling you! Suzuki Morio. I think pretty okay. uh, solid. Yeah. Cut and dry? Solid. Yeah. I wouldn't go cut and dry, Fred. It's beyond cut and dry. It's yeah, profound. Fred. I don't think it's well, profound. He just looked at something and Fred, said, "You got to dig deeper than the surface." Exactly, All right, bring a Rodney. Shovel. Bring a shovel, Fred. All right, <laughs> shovel. All right. So, what did I miss? If I have to dig that deep, over the outfielder's loneliness. Remember, you're roaming right, left, center. It's lonely out there, Fred. You're waiting for the pitch. You got to wait. Yeah, I got that. You got to focus, of course, but you know, razor sharp focus. Yeah. But you're waiting. The outfielder right. waits. It's not like you know the catcher, you know the catcher. Every ball is active. You're active. Pitcher is active every pitch. Right. But the outfielder's got to wait. Yeah, but pa pa patience. We, yeah, we we know that. That's why I'm saying it was pretty cut and dried. So you've, so there's a sense of loneliness out there sometimes. Yes. And that beautiful summer moon, which we're gonna have for another what week, two weeks? I don't mm. even know. Mm. You're going to have to ask your weather people. Who are your weather people now, Fred? Who are, who are those guys? I mean, Fritz is going out. You know, the lineup to me is very, very foggy, if no. I may use a weather term. No. <laughs> Jesus. Melissa who's, McGee. Who's out there? Melissa McGee. Oh, Melissa's great. Yeah, Melissa's great. Yeah. <laughs> Big ass who they were. Right. I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> Melissa McGee. Hell yeah, Melissa's Melissa McGee. Melissa McGee. I watch. I mean, I'm, I, I watch, but the... Uh, it's, the it's, name sometimes escape me. Yeah. Oh no! All right, Melissa. Me. All right, Melissa McGee. Do the lineup, Fred. Belen De Leon. Oh, De Leon. Shauna Mendiola. Don't do that. Do that. Mendiola, sure. Don't, okay, you got a strong lineup. Don't say the name in an accent, Fred. Belen De Leon. Okay. And sure. uh, David Bigger. You know, Vigor's really the main man. Vigor. It's bigger, not bigger. <laughs> bigger with a B. <laughs> it's not bigger. 
It's bigger. bigger. Dave Bigger. Yeah. yeah. He's really taken over the main assignments, I would say. Oh, no? Yeah. No, he's no. not. It's <laughs> Melissa McGee. That, that, yeah, that, it's bigger. Yeah, that bigger guy's great. <laughs> hey, hey, yikes. You know, I try to keep my, my, my weather people in order. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, okay. my God. So your weather people are... <laughs> Melissa McGee. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's great. <laughs> I, Who are you weather people? <laughs> Vic, I'm let me seeking ask you clarity, a Rodney. Vic, have you ever I just see clarity. Vic, oh have you ever God. seen Melissa McGee? Oh yes, of course God. I have. She's wonderful. Great, great, great uh, grasp of the uh, meteorology, 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 uh, Cycle of Los Angeles. She's got it down. Oh yeah, she's good. Oh no, they're all good. Let's face it. You're not in Los Angeles doing weather unless you're good, really good. Oh, so they're God. all good. I mean, come on. Yeah, they're all good, and that's excellent. Our team. Do you know? Solid. What, do you know what show Belinda Leon is on? No, a morning show. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. See, and Shauna Mendiola. I'm not sure if Shauna Mendiola. Yeah. She does the uh, the 11 a.m. show. Okay. Um, and uh, David Bigger. Got your bigger. <laughs> or David Bigger, <laughs> as he's known to. Bigger by brings the vigor. Yeah, Bigger brings the vigor. You could use that tonight. Yeah. If you ever yeah. see him. I'll tell you one thing about David Bigger, and I'm being really honest. Yeah, people don't know much about him. He's like a mystery man. <laughs> you just said he took over the main job. Oh, you see him a lot, but you don't know much about him. Yeah, you know what he's got? He's got happy hands. Uh, what? What? <laughs> happy hands? What does that mean? What yeah. does that mean? <laughs> what is that? Nobody moves those hands in front of the map like David Bigger. I'm being honest, and I've told him I, that. I get that. That guy's got hands like I can't even imagine. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Kwame Brown. Well, no, Kwame Brown would dro dropped his own birthday cake, Vic. David Bigger can catch. Have you seen Kwame Brown's latest video oh, I've seen attacking uh, Russell Westbrook's uh, dress and blue hair? Have you seen that? No, I've Kwame not. Kwame Brown's a freak. He's freaking out. He's he sp he speaks more now in once in one hit than he did in you know f five years with the Lakers. Yes, he's had a lot of uh, bottled up, uh, pent up. Yes, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson brought it out. Sure think About three or four, they, five months ago. Or yeah, about like. five they months. Really ago. did. Kwame's yeah. rolling, man. He's going off. Yeah. on anybody and everybody. Well, the thing about Kwame is he really has nothing else to do. This is true. He's sitting around all day. I'm gonna go off on somebody. Just be careful, wow, Fred. He might come after you. Yeah, Fred. We don't know what Kwame does during the day. We right. don't know what his nine to fiver is. It has nothing to do with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. That's David Biggers' gig. Yeah, that's it's game. lit. Fire. Stories lighting up the sports oh, yeah. headlines. Brought to you by Jacob and Ronnie. Accident. Oh. Be called Jacob on, and Ronnie. Ronnie. Call Jacob. Hey, a former Laker, and uh, some news uh, coming out last night that the Lakers are set to work out big man Kenneth Fareed this week. You guys remember the Manimal, Kenneth oh, Fareed, yeah. from oh, way back yeah. in the day? Oh, yes. yes. Has not played in the NBA in a couple of years. Who cares? Played in China last year. Although he's, what, he's 28. Seems way too young for the Lakers right now, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, he won't make it. I don't think he's... Uh, yeah, he's too young. Yeah, I don't think he's going to make their cut for them. But yeah. set to work him out this week. And then other big man news, Bill Orm, our Laker insider, reporting that the Lakers' signing of Andre Drummond last year and basically that forced the benching of Mark Gasol 
basically caused a, it poisoned Gasol's relationship was the word that he used with the Lakers moving forward, which makes sense to me. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a surprise. Uh, Marcus, all you're the center. Now we're going to bring in Andre Drummond, who, by the way, complained he didn't play enough. Well, and when he promised that he would start, yes, he yeah. was. We found that out later. Yeah. yeah. So, so obviously, yeah, that big. That's a big salty, salty poison pill that you you got to swallow if you're Marcus All. Yeah. No, no wonder why he's mad. Yeah. And now he'll go to Spain. Yes. And make more money. Yeah, I'm playing the old timers games with his brother. I short sold Ken three. Excuse me, he's 31. Still okay, not, so, still no, not he's over thirty. Enough. Over thirty. He's over, though. over thirty. Club? He's good. Okay, that's good. Okay, good. This is good. All right. There's perfect. no way he's on it if he's twenty-eight. He's thirty-one. No. He's oh, right yeah. there. Wheel got a shot. Still a bit of an embryo. Still a baby. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But still, a much better shot. Baby of the bunch. Yeah, I'm surprised about the Hocus Saul and uh, lack of communication and the implosion. He can still contribute. Let's face it, didn't really work out with the Lakers, but he he's a, still a very viable big man, uh, tremendous uh, defensive uh, wisdom, can hit the three. Just not as quick as he used to be. Uh, who is? Well, good point. Uh, his knowledge of the game was helping the Lakers, but yeah, he got he, he got very upset, you know, with with the Drummond situation, and you know Gasol will be happy in España, you know, playing back in Barcelona. But I, I believe the Lakers are really blew it with Gasol because he was still a vital contributor. Did you say Barcelona? I did. That's the. Uh, I, I believe that's the, the way the, the true, Barcelonians pronounce that's, their city. That's true. But we live here, Vic. Fred, didn't, didn't you cover the Olympics in Barcelona? I, I was in, or as we were to in Connecticut. It. No, I was in Barcelona, not Barcelona. And I understand it's Tokyo, not Tokyo. I'm trying to give you complete enunciation of that is that is correct, Fred. Because I believe in correct you know, enunciation. I know you didn't think I was going to say. You said that. Rodney and I just stared at each other. <laughs> like, Fred, let it go. <laughs> I had to bring it up. And then one more, some news out of Major League Baseball, a local crop product, the Granada Hills High. Ryan Braun, probably not the uh, most uh, popular person, especially when it comes to Dodger fans because of the what happened in 2011. Yeah. He was in that MVP race with Matt Kemp, and they were basically neck and neck, and Ryan Braun ended up winning. And then we end up finding out that uh, he tested positive for a banned substance. And then he got the guy fired. He called out the delivery guy yeah. uh, and basically called him an anti-Semite. Uh, which did not sit well with a lot of people. And so Ryan Braun has been public enemy number one for many people ever since then. And he's had injury issues the last couple of years. He did announce his retirement officially earlier today, putting a cap on his uh, 14-year MLB career. Yeah, and how will history remember him? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, that guy. That, that guy that did the, yeah, right? Yeah. I know how Matt Kemp remembers him. The guy yeah, that stole uh, my MVP award. Yeah. There's no doubt the Jewish Jolter had a sensational 14-year career. Last couple of years, of course, Vic, had big injuries. But Vic, the Jewish Jolter? That's what I used to call him, the Jewish Jolter. Bottom, bottom line why is... Why don't you call him Captain Kanish? That's, that's, that, that rolls off my tongue. In fact, have you had a Larry tongue Lox? sandwich lately? What? No, I've not had a Kanish sandwich, Vic. How, how about a tongue sandwich? No, I've, I've not had any tongue. Tongue's not bad, Tongue. Why don't you call him Bobby Borscht? 
That'll roll off the tongue. Yeah. Lachaim to life. You notice how I'm just staying out of this. Yeah. You know what? You know, it's best a friend, you and Vic can handle this one. It's best that Rodney and I sit out, sit this one out. Well, the thing with Bruin is he admitted that he took uh, you know, illegal substances to help with his healing. He did admit it. Well, he admitted after he got caught, Vic. Yeah, that's As true. As many of these guys do. That's how it works. Right. He was in pain. That's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. All right, the Raiders win last night in Vegas. They won once. No. They won a second time. Benny Bonsignor will join us next. Sports. That's right, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. On a beautiful Tuesday afternoon, Freddie. Man, oh man. thing about Vic. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking about vacationing next summer in Barcelona. <laughs> like, you gotta lift. <laughs> and we're sitting there looking at each other. And he said it. And we just stared at each other. And shuddered to chuckle. And went, did you ever say did he do? Did he do that on purpose? Did he say Barcelona? Barcelona. And that's how you do say it that way maybe, in Spain. Yeah. But we don't live in Spain. Right. So it, you, you, yeah, you rarely hear it here. You right. rarely hear it when people talk about it on TV. Right. Even they're referring to Barcelona. They don't, you don't hear commentators, we're in Barcelona. <laughs> That's right. It's like when he yelled at me <laughs> for Tokyo. I'm serious, you don't, do you? No. If you're watching a soccer match, you don't hear them say, AC Milan against Barcelona. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't hear that. <laughs> And you don't hear people going, welcome to Tokyo. We don't, it's, to- <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> oh my Here comes God. a man who makes a living enunciating. Well, actually he makes a living writing, but he can speak as well. Our NFL insider, Vinny Bonsignor. Vinny, how are you? Uh, well, after last night, I'm not quite sure. That was a crazy roller coaster ride here in Las Vegas, but it, it was so entertaining and I, I, you can't uh, think of a better way to uh, to end a crazy first weekend in the NFL than what we saw last night here. What did people think when they thought the Raiders had won? Everyone stormed the field. The referee is screaming the game is not over. And then they had to continue on. Did that deflate the place? Well, uh, they, everyone was trying to wrap their heads around what exactly was happening because people were celebrating. People were getting up, you know, ready to leave. You had players congratulating each other. John Gruden was talking about how employees were saying, okay, it's over. Then other people were saying, no, it's not over. And then finally the referee said, hey, get you, get back on the field. It's not a touchdown. Uh, this game's not over yet. So there was a roller coaster of emotions going on. And then and it only to lead to even more craziness. That, that should have been the most crazy thing that happened last night. But it was really just the start of things because it got wild after that. Yeah, it got wild. But just talk about that, Benny, because I I don't remember uh, another time that the the like the energy jumped off the screen like it did last night at that Raider game. Yeah, exactly. Josh Jacobs was telling us that his friends from the Baltimore Ravens came up to him and said, "Hey, you guys are going to have a great season. You guys deserve to win. Uh, good luck the rest of the season." You know how it goes, Rodney, in yep. those conversations. And then all of a sudden, it's hold on, hold on, wait, we got to still play. And then everyone ran to their respective sidelines, tried to get it back together. Uh, in time to go play a crucial play at the goal line, which, as it turns out, 
uh, you know, Alex Leatherwood jumps off sides for the Raiders or, you know, an illegal procedure. There's some Raiders who felt like there were some illegal, uh, illegal uh, uh, things that the, Ra- that the Ravens did at that point uh, to, to, co- to cause that. Knocks him out of, you know, beyond uh, the goal line. Then all of a sudden, Derek Carr throws on third down. The ball gets tipped off of his own wide receiver's hands into the hands of a defensive back for the Ravens. So not only did they not get the touchdown that they thought that they got the win, they didn't even get a field goal out of that. And all of a sudden, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have the ball back. Uh, and all they needed was a field goal. And that could happen in one play with Lamar Jackson. He could break off a 40-yard uh, run easily, get him into field goal uh, position, and, and win the game. So there was just all kinds of emotions uh, you know, going through the building, going through the sidelines. But fortunately for the Raiders, the, the defense stepped up and got the ball right back for him. Vinny Bonsignor is with us. How did the town react, Vinny? I mean, that was the first time fans were in there. Mark Davis is, uh, I, I don't know. He's morphing into something. He, he's, I don't know what he looks like anymore. But how did the whole town react? He looks like a man about town here in Las Vegas. That's what he's definitely morphing into. Uh, it was electric, uh, Fred. It, it truly was. I mean, you had... Aretha Franklin, or excuse me, uh, Gladys Knight doing the national anthem. You had Too Short uh, and, and Ice Cube performing at halftime, their new Raiders song, uh, unifying the Bay Area and Los Angeles and Las Vegas. The crowd was nuts. It was super loud in there. Uh, you know, once the game was officially, officially over, you had fans walking back over to the strip uh, on the bridge that they've built from the strip uh, right to the stadium. Uh, people were filling into the hotels and the casinos and carrying on the celebration so it was pretty much everything you thought it would be or could be uh here with the nfl and the raiders in las vegas and and it just took one of those magical kind of nights to really set it off and i can't think of a more magical night than what happened last night no doubt no doubt it was very exciting i can imagine the strip after that game uh, what it was like i know the, the vendors the hotels everybody's got to be excited um that <clears throat> that the raiders are in town but getting getting to the game Vinny, what of the game, and it was an exciting game. It it, uh, it felt like, um, even the way it went at the end, that the Raiders were still going to find a way to win that game. Um, they did win it, but what does that uh, what does that do for them going forward? They played a tough Baltimore team. I know even even with you know missing some guys, they still are Baltimore. Um, but anything concern you about this team in this game last night? Uh, well, the injuries are definitely uh, piling up. Uh, the Raiders lost their their starting right guard, Denzel Good. Looks like he's out for the season with an ACL. Uh, Gerald McCoy went down. Yannick Ngakwe went down. We'll find out what their status is either later today uh, or tomorrow. Marcus Mariota, on his one long run, uh, was injured, uh, and that took a, a big part of their offense away because Mar- Marcus Mariota is going to have a role with this team this year, as you saw early uh, in that game. Uh, but those are things that the Raiders are going to have to figure out a way to overcome. What I did like, what I did like was um, from their defense, you, you know, they, they forced two turnovers. They get three sacks. Uh, they got the Ravens off the field, nine out of their 12 third down attempts. The Raiders were third worst in the NFL in all three of those categories last. They were terrible in creating turnovers and getting sacks and getting teams off the field on third down. For one night, anyway, uh, they completely turned it around, and it looks like Gus Bradley has that defense headed in the right direction. And if that's the case, I think the offense showed what it's capable of doing. Even with a banged-up offensive line, they were able to move the ball and put the put the ball over the goal line. Uh, and if, if it hadn't been for a couple of mistakes, they would have scored even more points last night. All right, Benny, given what you saw last night, one out of 17, 
Is that a playoff team? The Raiders? Yeah. I, I think so. I, yeah. I absolutely, if that, if, if, if the defense plays the way it played last night, I know, well, well they gave up 27 points. Yeah, but to a, an extraordinarily good quarterback who could beat you in so many different ways, uh, they, they, they did what they need to do to be able to win games, and they're not going to play a quarterback like Lamar Jackson very often. So I think that pressure that they created uh, will, will be better against a, you know, a Big Ben who they face next week or other quarterbacks that are on their schedule. But, yes, I think that this is for sure a playoff team. they got to stay healthy. There's no question about it. And that defense needs to continue to build on what they showed last night. But they have the makings of, of a playoff team. That was a good Baltimore team they beat last night. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, now, come back to L.A., Vinny. What did you think about the Rams uh, opening night and Matthew Stafford for them? To me, I thought I was watching a Super Bowl contending team uh, in the Rams. I mean, the, the ease that they're going to be able to score points this year on big chunk plays. I mean, three long passes, two long touchdown passes uh, that, that, that Stafford threw. That's what Sean McVay and the Rams have wanted. He avoided the kind of, you know, uh, valleys that, that, that Jared Goff kind of fell into these last couple of years. Way more consistency. Uh, just ease. The arm talent is just tremendous with, with Matthew Stafford. And now, you know, you give him a good defense, you give him a good offensive line, obviously he's got weapons. Something special to me is brewing in Los Angeles with the Rams. All right, Vinny. Well, thanks for brewing with us today. We appreciate it. All right, you guys have a good one. Thank you. You too. Okay, Rodney, we'll be back to wrap it up. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hogan and Rodney. Rodney Pete. An athlete. Rodney Pete. A father. Rodney Pete. An L.A. icon. Rodney Pete. And this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM 570 L.A. Sports. All right, the excitement is back. The 46th Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, September 24th through the 26th. Three days of nonstop fun, including a Saturday night concert with Vince Neil, presented by ASM Global and Acura. Get your tickets at gplb.com. Ronnie, Kevin, thank you. As always, you guys are the best. Yes. Okay, Rodney, we're going to clean this up and try it again tomorrow. Yeah, let's clean it up, Fred. All right. Brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on him, blind to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson, court cases keep him guessing. Plea bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the pen. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night, down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in that lake. Oh, bail, my people say to live and die Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.